This is the Men in Maroon podcast with Daz and the Manus. Welcome. Expect strong language. Mon the heart of Midlovian. Uh, morning, actually. Uh, it's morning of Saturday, just before the Hearts Ross County game. I've just got to the Foundation Plaza. It's about half past eleven. Uh, Anas isn't here just yet. He's running a little bit late, so uh, I'll be joined by Anas just before kickoff uh, of the women's derby later on. But it's going to be a bit of a different episode this week. We're recording live-ish, we're live now but won't be live when you listen to it uh, from Tyne Castle and then Easter Road as both of us take in Hearts with Ross County in the Cinch Premiership and then we head over to enemy territory at Easter Road for the Edinburgh Derby between Hearts Women and Hibs Women later on this evening around 7.45 kickoff. Uh, will have been the game had already been by them, but hey ho. Uh, but yeah, the plaza's pretty, pretty busy. A little, not the same atmosphere as usual, but it's understandable. Uh, obviously, Hearts haven't won a game in a while. Uh, Ross County are in, if you're going to say, in the informed team out of the two. They've actually won one in the last five, so uh, that's the kind of game we've got coming up today. Uh, Prediction-wise. Uh, I'm going to say 2-0 Hearts 2-0 uh, to Hearts uh, Shankland and Gianelli to get the goals in my opinion just as we as I hit the court the team has been announced so the starting 11 for Hearts against Ross County a little bit different from previous weeks uh, we've got Clark in goal Peter Harron Lawrence Shankland Nat Atkinson Cammy Devlin Kai Rolls, Barry Mackay, Alex Cochran returns, Toby Sibic, Josh Ginelli, and Oda starts today for Hearts. Uh, those who follow me on Twitter will know I'm extra happy reading that starting lineup, mainly because the return of Alex Cochran, who, in my opinion, has been murderous that he's not been starting games because uh, my opinion play of the season so far uh, and if you want to win games you've got to play your best players uh, good to see Oda getting a start and Ginelli running, returning to the team um, I think I'm going to stick with my 2-0 prediction with that in mind of seeing the lineup. so yeah going to stick 2-0 Is it too soon at halftime to say that Hearts are back? Wow, what a difference to uh, last week at Easter Road. 4-0 to Hearts at halftime. I don't think there's any play that you could fault in that starting lineup for Hearts today. Uh, super performance. Playing the ball, there seems to be an air of confidence and uh, fluidity to the team. The changes, I think, have worked. Just... A pleasure to watch. It's been the, the passing, the movement. Ah, oh, brilliant! Four-nil uh, to Hearts. So we've got a double for Lawrence Shankland, Alex Cochran being back. Massive difference. Not only getting a goal, but 
I just think he has added what has been missing the last couple of weeks. Um, and then a goal for Josh Gianelli, which, not going to lie, I thought it was offside, but I'm not, not going to complain when uh, it got given in Hart's favour. So, yeah, 4-0 at half-time. Unbelievable. I know I've said it a few times, but 4-0 to Hearts at half-time. 4-0. Being Hearts fans, we know that we've been wanting this for the last few months. But I think, that obviously, the uh, fire's been lit under a few players' asses, and uh, it's worked. Very, 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 very happy with that. Confidence is back. Fans on board again. Uh, yeah, and half-time again. 4-0. Uh, I'll pass over to uh, Anas for his view from the main stand. Now that I've given mine review from the Wheatfield. Over to you, Anas. Right, I'm going to tell you a bit of a story. Um, it has a rather sombre start, a baffling middle and a wonderfully happy end. And a couple of days ago when uh, I uh, was looking ahead to this fixture today, I really thought... I don't really want to go and do I really have to go which is a bit sad really because I mean I'd always enjoy coming to Tynecastle but um, I really didn't want to go um, at one point and this was probably about five milliseconds to be quite honest um, but but overall I said no I have to be there I have to come regardless of what happens and see what happens and we fast forward to this morning made my way here left a little bit later than usual uh, from home um, and I have to say that uh, <laughs> I was going to be one of the more last-minute uh, entrants into the stadium uh, today, and uh, I got into the stadium with around five minutes to go, and the players were just about to come out, and they did, and I thought, right, what are we going to see today? Is it going to be another nervy day, or could there be a surprise in store? So we got to kick off, and... What a start. What a start. Absolutely outstanding start. The best start I've seen all season uh, from Hearts. And uh, what a first half as well. We just asserted our authority uh, on the pitch and we were very positive playing. The most positive I've seen for a long time, actually. And um, the, the goal started to flow in eventually. And uh, I missed the second one because um, I was uh, somewhere inside the main stand. So I had to rely on the noise to get a good indication as to what was happening. Um, and uh, I even uh, had to rely on the crowd to find out what the VAR outcome was. Uh, and uh, we got the second goal and um, got to 3-0. Then we got the non-penalty. Uh, that was a penalty. <laughs> it looked like it anyway from where, where I saw it. But uh, Lauren Shanklin did his best, uh, as usual, in that situation. 4-0 at half-time. And there I am at half-time, trying to allow that scoreline to sink in and to get my head around what had just happened. It's been 4-0 up at half-time and have played so well. Uh, it, 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 I don't want to say it's a rare thing to see uh, at Time Castle, but uh, you've got to enjoy it. You've just got to enjoy it and uh, you've got to let it sink in fully as well. It eventually did and the second half was a little quieter than usual, but two more goals to add to the tally, 6-0, and then we lost the clean sheet. So it was a wee bit of a downer uh, towards the end, which is uh, a bit annoying. 
But still, a five-goal difference to win uh, today. 6-1 victory. And uh, here I am now at the Foundation Plaza. And uh, very, very happy boy. And uh, I'm sure there's around 18,000 uh, very happy jambos uh, here as well. So somewhere around that figure anyway. And uh, yeah, um, that's uh, the story of... Uh, this story, um, this this is the story of Hearts v Ross County on the 22nd of April 2023. A sombre start, uh, <laughs> astonishing middle and uh, a very happy end as well. And uh, now I will unite with Daz in person properly later on today, just a few miles along the road at Easter Road. Um, to hopefully um, definitely accept the reality that uh, we didn't just win this lunchtime, but we won by a considerable margin. 6-1 to hearts. Let's keep the momentum going and get third place back in the Cinch Premiership. I'm on the hearts. Well, we've made it across the city. We've ventured through time and space and across the ether and as we're outside Easter Road. Uh, we are outside Easter Road, and uh, yeah, it's, it's actually quite quiet just now, but it will start to liven up a bit more, and uh, we will uh, we will see quite a fair few, hopefully thousands of fans here tonight. I think you just must have got here the, just after I, I walked past here, because the young Gorgie Ultras, as they were calling themselves, yeah, I heard came them. through. I heard them, yeah. and they had their drums and everything like that. So they I... had a speaker at the Orium on Wednesday playing hearts chants because there was only two of them, so they were singing along to the speaker. <laughs> not, not, it was weird the first song, but then it kind of got... It's just creating a little bit of an atmosphere. It sounds like there's thousands here, but... We'll see how it goes. Significantly, this game tonight is live on Sky Sports across the UK. Oh. Which is really, which I think is quite exciting because the last two were on BBC Alapa, but now obviously this has got a bit more of a dynamic to it because now Sky obviously have some, they've got the rights as well to the SWPL, and so it's 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 going to be interesting to see uh, how many people UK wide watch this today. Hopefully, it'll be a nice big audience. Am I right in thinking it's only the second women, Scottish women's game on Sky? I think Rangers and Celtic were earlier in. I think it's the thirds. I think it's the third, because the first one was the Sky Sports Cup final, which Hibernian yeah. were in with Rangers. Then the second one, I think, was an old firm derby. Yeah. And now we're on tonight, so it's an Edinburgh derby tonight. So, Well, we've... Second time on Sky Sports in, the, in one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Second yeah. Hearts game of the day for us. And the first game, well, we, we gave our brief thoughts earlier, but... We're working Ian Crocker hard. 6-1. <laughs> Do you know something? I, I'm still not fully come to terms with that scoreline yet. I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I walked in five minutes before kickoff and I thought, nah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be in for a nightmare or if this could be a very, very opposite flip of the coin. Well, I passed uh, a couple of people. I passed Laurie Dunsire on the way in. Oh, yeah. And he said, have you seen the team? Oh, dear. A couple of other people were worried about the team. But I saw the team. I was like, we, "He's made the changes that has been needed. We needed I a shake-up." I thought the up. team was good. I, I looked at that. I felt quite hopeful. Yeah. And the the biggest biggest plus for me was Alec Cochran starting. A hundred percent. And I think it also. I don't know if you noticed, but there was not one lone player in the starting eleven. It was all home 
well, not home, but like our own players. I noticed there was permanent not one. Signings. Yeah, permanent signings, a full 11. So, I mean, that that kind of shows, has, is he thinking, right, we want players who are full, full-time a part of the club, they're going to be playing for the shirt. But I just thought, like you said, Alex Cochran, he changed He was game. so fundamental today, as was Peter Haring. Beautiful appearance from him, I thought. Peter Haring was, like, his physicality is so important, and I think we've missed it for so long. It's what I wanted from Robert Snodgrass. But didn't get. Yeah, and now, of course, he's no longer ours, is he? He's no longer ours, and I don't know if you saw his tweet, his mistake. Re- I've read tweet. his uh, statement, yeah. I mean, look, I wish him well for the future, but I think, do you know, I think it's interesting how, and I, I don't, I'm not saying this is because he's left, but it's interesting how he has left, and now we have went on to win emphatically in a game. I don't know if part of that is because uh, the, the, the team spirit is better than it is. I, I can't verify that, but certainly I think what we saw, you and I saw today, that was by far a contrast to the last few weeks, because the last few weeks have been horrific. Yep. And well, today has been an absolute joy to see... Uh, Hearts winning emphatically. I feel that the last couple of games that we saw with Robert Snodgrass in, he, he kind of slowed the game down a little bit too much. Where today, I don't know for I, I know from my point of view, flowing and the pace of the game was just not what we've seen. That, in that the last was two the months. best start I have seen to a Hearts game at Tynecastle for a long, long time. Huh? Even including last season. Yep. I mean, we, we got off to such a good, quick start. And we, we, we were stamping our authority from the start. Definitely. And more importantly, we actually made... See that phase when we really did well to start with? We really, really capitalised on it. Oh, yeah. And, and that was so, so fundamentally important. Because if we hadn't done that, I think we'd have been in for a very nervous afternoon. And but thankfully, no, they got the goals. Uh, Josh Janelli, stunning performance. Alec Cochran, stunning performance. And... Uh, the, the believe it or not, not the biggest headline today. Lawrence Shanklin got a hat trick. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, he's just doing what Lawrence well, Shanklin that's does. That's textbook stuff, though, isn't yeah. it? You'd expect Lawrence Shanklin to hit hat tricks every now and again. M- my standout, not a standout. I think my man of the match, I would say, was Alex Cochran. But yeah, he was brilliant. Another standout for me making his first start at Tiny was uh, Oda. Oh, Amazing. Good. How much were you wishing that ball oh, to go I in know, the net? I know. I was so I was agonising oh. every time. I just shout, shoot, 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 and see when he missed that goal, that, that open oh. opportunity. I thought, no man. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like he was trying. Not not saying this is what he was going to do. It made me laugh thinking, is he just trying to... He looks like a friendly guy. Yeah. And is he just trying to be everyone's mate and thinking, right, Gino's on a hat-trick here. Let's give him the ball he, he rather was, than myself. He was too selfless. Yeah. Especially at that moment when, when he could have scored. He was too selfless. He should have been a little bit selfish and went, right, I'm going to hit this and just go for it. He should have just done it. But listen, he's a young lad. He's, he's learning. Oh, yeah. But do you know what I love? What he brought to that game as well was Brilliant. he brought excitement, you know, he, he got us on the edge of our seats a little Definitely. bit and he was willing to have a go, like, moving forward. That That is just so refreshing. I also think he added something to the team that we haven't had, yeah, where yeah. there would be balls that looked like they're going astray and he would just stick a leg out. I don't know, it, like, he was... I was. I said to the guy, he's like Stretch Armstrong. Like his leg would just, his foot would appear out of nowhere and just flick a ball. I'm like, how is he reaching those? But I just think it's showing that these young guys they need game time. You can't judge them when they're sat on a bench. We've seen yeah. him for 90 minutes today, and I like he put in a shift. He put in an effort, and also got a note to Cammy Devlin. He had some camaraderie going with him. Every time he missed a shot or passed the ball, Cammy would go up to him and give him like a friendly shake. As in, you should have just shot, you should have shot, and like laughing. And all the players, whenever he did something, they were running up to him. And obviously, poor guy, poor young, like you said, young guys come over here, a country 
on his own he, he's got a translator still it's going to be difficult so to see the team rallying around him just Come on, Kevin Muscat, make your way to Scotland. Still, are you still on the Kevin Muscat train? St- believe it or not, I still am. Still, even though obviously the news this week has been Chris Wilder's odds yeah. have been slashed. Um, now, I would be happy with Chris Wilder, but I'm still a Kevin Muscat man at this moment. I, I still think Muscat's a better choice, although I know it's going to be a big ask bringing him across from Japan. With Wilder, do you think the big thing was that slashed his odds? I don't know if you've seen it—a picture of him with the Hearts fans. On Twitter, I've heard about this. Wait, wait, when was this? Oh, a couple of days ago, there was a picture of him. And as soon as that picture went up, and he said a few things in the press that kind of were pro hearts ish, without saying it, without making it obvious, mm. his odds tumbled down. I, I don't know. So you're not looking too much into it, then? No, I, and I don't really see the bookies. Whenever they make, they make their choices on the stupidest things. I, I think I would say. Obviously, it's 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 noteworthy when the odds like that tumble. But I would say I think it's too early just now to to come to a prediction. Um, solely because right now we're we're in the run of our lives just now, and yeah. we've got we've got to now capitalise on today and uh, just secure third place. Definitely. And Stephen Naismith needs. I'm sure the the board will give him the space to actually go ahead and do that. I mean, they may well appoint someone permanent soon. I don't know. Maybe they've got someone lined up that we don't know about. I don't know. But to be honest, I think the focus now is Naismith and. Definitely. That was a super, super case for him today. I don't know if you saw from your seat, but when he... I, th- I can't remember whose goal. I think it was Ginelli's first goal or maybe the penalty. It was one of the goals in the first half. He sprinted out of his dugout. <laughs> Clint, fe- fists clenched. Yes! There, was, like there was one point when he, we, he, he sprinted a considerable distance away from the dugout and I thought, is he going to get his shooting boots on and then What's get that? on? Was that when we got a throw in and he sprinted to get the ball? <laughs> I, yeah, yes, I thought, yes. is he going to play? <laughs> and you, could hear, you could hear him over the crowd at times. That, to me, that, I think, I mean, I love Robbie Nielsen. I'm grateful for everything he did. Yeah. But, Naismith's got something Nielsen didn't have and that is he's got excitability and you can mm-hmm. definitely see he's more animated definitely. and that makes a massive difference I it feel really that does. last week's game the derby was maybe one week too soon for him because oh, I yeah. think he didn't have much time with them he didn't get the chance to make his own team and such where now he, he's done what he said he wanted to do play exciting attacking football and the not, evidence like, was so abundant 30 shots today that is incredible you're lucky if we got Th- double figures. Shots. That is incredible. Yeah. If we got double figures in any game. We could have won by double figures then. Which should have been. It could have <laughs> been. We hit the bar. We had open goals that we missed. But then again, they hit the bar. And Xander Clark again made a, a great hit on the bar. I'm, I'm a bit... Here we are. Alec, has a, Alec Cochran had a brilliant game. But I was a wee bit disappointed about giving the penalty. I thought that was a little bit of a downer. Maybe. He just touched him, didn't he? Well, he didn't need to. Ah, it was just it was, unnecessary it was, to... And it was one of those where, as soon as he went down... I didn't have any arguments. I don't know about you. No, I, 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 I was, I was absolutely disappointed when I saw him, and I just said, "Alec, what are you doing, man? Uh-huh. Honestly, you had such a good game, and then that happened, which was just so annoying. It really was frustrating." Well, we're back on winning terms six-one, and I mean, we, we we've been passed by some Hibs fans, so. Let's it's very friendly relationship. It is, it is. It's nothing yeah. at all it's, like... It's, it's a bit, the women's game is much more civil. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit like 
going to the cricket. <laughs> it's much more simple. Well, am I right in believing that we're all in one stand tonight as well? Well, we're all in one stand, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, obviously it's a much more civilised affair, um, the women's game, and, uh, you know, it's very relaxed here tonight. So it's uh, really, really, really good. It's one of the biggest advantages of women's football. Um, not just in Scotland, but in England as well. I exactly. Mean, yeah. I mean, I was, I was at Chelsea-Liverpool earlier in the year, and, you know, there's a lot of people who have been very, very friendly with each other. I mean, especially after the, the game got called off, you uh-huh. know, after a few minutes. You know, I think a lot of people felt real sympathy for the Liverpool fans having travelled all the way down to, to London. London. Yeah. I, was, I felt sympathy for you. Well, <laughs> I, I saw Hanwell Town play the day before, so, I mean, it wasn't a, a written-off weekend, but... Uh, you got a game. Yeah, exactly. It's just a shame that um, I only saw, like, a small number of minutes worth of Chelsea playing but, but to be fair to Chelsea that day Emma Hayes you know, apologised to the fans and you know she was just very grateful for their support and everything so um, hopefully next time I'll go and get to see Chelsea's get women to see it. so t- tonight tonight we've got the third Edinburgh derby of the third season third Edinburgh derby of the yeah. season do you want to see the lineup? Uh, oh Anas is working on lineup. I know I gave I, a a, I gave a live you, lineup this morning. You, you like your physical lineups don't you? but Hibs are a green club so Hibs don't give paper team sheets I don't. I don't think we give people team sheets either at Hearts. Oh, we so. do. I get them. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I get them. And this because is news to me. they give them to hospitality. Ah. So I think they, oh, right. as a, and the fact that I know the person who works behind the reception and she usually sorts them out. She's very kind. Oh, that's really good. So that's handy. But I oh, mean, good. tonight we've got third Edinburgh derby, and would you have imagined we? would be in the positions that we're in now with us ahead of Hibs early in the it's, season. It's amazing. I actually pointed out to this in the, the match day programme earlier today. You know, we, at the start of the week, we were 11 points clear of Hibernian um, in, in fourth place. And now the key for us is to really solidify that gap and not do what the men's team did and actually fall back down. We don't want that happening. But if I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be OK. As no capitulating hearts women. So God forbid that we go backwards. Um, but I have the lineup. Here we are. Um, Parker Smith in goals. Penman, Brownlee. Kira Grant is the captain. Uh, we've got Forsyth, Timms, Rennie, Hansley, Sampson, Gwen Davies, and Kate, and Mihi as well is there as well. Jen Curry uh, is on the bench. We've got Anderson, McAllister, uh, Davies, uh, Connor, and Shona Cowan. So a um, couple of changes from midweek. No then. Rudy, unfortunately. Yeah, she took a knock on. Um, Wednesday against Celtic oh, that's a uh, shame. and it did look a sore one she had to get helped off the pitch oh, no, that's and a it was when we'd already made all of our subs so she went off uh, oh dear but, that's a shame but I mean a couple of changes one obviously a force change but uh, I think by the sounds of it it sounds like changes Obviously, for the for the positive, I don't think any change there has made a, will have made a negative impact to the team. No, it's, it's still a strong team, and uh, you know having Kira there leading uh, the team, I think that's going to be very very important. And uh, she's definitely established her leadership credentials yeah. this season, so it's good to have her there as the captain. Um, I think the quality in that team is very strong. Yep. I think they have to get used to the fact, and I'm sure they have already, that they have to really really stamp their mark early on in the derby. And although it's kind of even just now because Hibs won the Capital Cup first then we won it I don't think there is a trophy to win this time so no. now really the focus will be on really trying to get the victory tonight yeah. um, and not just to you know solidify fourth place for us but to actually you know really build the momentum going forward towards the end of the season I think we've got one more derby to go after this wow. so um, this is not the end of the story yet so. and it's been two draws so far yeah so it's very very, very even at the moment yeah and, so I, and I, I think you're right with the strength of the team that only 
shame is that we're missing Georgia Hunter, which could be a bit of a miss. But I think she's here. She's here. I believe she's here. Like, let me let me just uh, double check my uh, <laughs> my Twitter. I did see a picture of her. I think. Yeah, because she was at the game on Wednesday. She was sitting with the fans. Yeah, she's here. She's here. So uh, clearly, her presence will still be important. You She'll know? be felt in the dressing room. Yeah, thing, I think. I think her, uh, well, she's obviously still got a presence of some kind, even though she won't be starting tonight. So, so that that's that's important anyway. And I mean. You know, being the captain, she'll want to be here anyway. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, on an occasion as big as this, you know, it's uh, very, very important. Especially being a Hearts fan as well, I don't think she would want to miss. No, I think I think at the end of the day, you know, it's every game is now pivotal. So, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, especially now in this new world of the split that we now have in the, the top tier. So, uh, yeah, because now every point now counts. Uh, even though we're way out in fourth, we don't want to... A scenario where we end up losing that gap, and it's all big. It's all tough games going forward. And like it is tough games: Glasgow City, Celtic Rangers, uh, Hibernian, of course, and Partick Thistle. So um, we've really got to try and get as many points as possible. Maybe, hopefully, God willing, a win against one okay. of the top three before yep. the end of the season, because the confidence will be massively boosted. Um, and then hopefully a couple of derby wins as well. So uh, hopefully no no Hibernian fans heard. <laughs> I think it's quite quiet where we are just now. So so. If I was to push you for a prediction. 2-0 hearts. Whoa, didn't even have to think about it. 2-0 hearts. Nice. Um, Kira Grant will score a free kick. And I am going to say the second goal goes to... Oh my gosh. uh, Georgia Timms. Now you've given me a chance to think. Before you you came to me. I've gone 1-0 hearts. And I'm going one of your goal scorers as well. Georgia Timms. And it's going to be a penalty. I'm going to stick my neck out and even go that far. Oh, so Georgia it's, it's going to be a tense one, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. No, hopefully, be better and more I'm entertaining. I'm kind of disappointed in that because I kind of want to repeat what happened earlier. <laughs> you know, okay, six one, six one to heart. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to be a six-one, but uh, no. Listen, it's a derby. It's it's and and you were here last weekend for the men's derby. It's it is tight and tense. Oh, definitely. So you know, I mean, every derby is like that. Yeah. Every single derby is like that. So I mean, are you ready for our second game of the day? I'm ready for the second game of the day. Um, so uh, ready to go in, and uh, when we come out here at full time, we're either going to be double happy or we're going to be. Happy but disappointed. Definitely. <laughs> like when, when we conceded that goal against Ross County. Yeah, even Such though you... Such a silly goal to concede. We were, we were giving them hiding, but then to, to concede, it was still going. But, but the last thing I'll say before we head in is that five-goal mar- margin could be so important at the end of the season. Could be extra three points if you think about goal difference. It, it really... I mean, because you think about the results we had, the loss at Aberdeen... Yep. The loss to St Mirren and then the loss to Hibernian. And Celtic. And Celtic. Our goal difference eroded gradually, but you can then when it builds up, it really starts to look significant. But now we've kind of reversed much of that now. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest, if you'd said to me we'd have plus five today, as far as the final result was concerned, I'd have probably said, no, come on, you're having a laugh. Yeah. But but that could be so crucial now. Because if Aberdeen Lose at Rangers tomorrow, yeah. Oh, they so, play at home tomorrow, isn't it? Or is it Pitot? Is, is that Pitot? Is, is it Pitot? I can't. I, yeah, I didn't look at. I didn't check properly, but where, wherever it is, whether it's a Pitodry or in Glasgow, I don't know where it is. So you'll have to obviously do a Google search on that. But if they lose, technically it's back in our hands because oh, yeah. we could, we'll play them again 
And whether it's home or away, we've got to win that. Yeah, definitely. And then we've got to pick up as many points as possible. Um, and dare I say this, I know this is a big, big ask, but if we can play like that again against one of the old firm, or even both, why couldn't we get a win against Celtic Rangers? I mean, exactly. we've got we've got to we've got to try. And this is the thing, we've got to get over this. We've had the problem we've had this season was the psychology and the mentality against the old firm. We we just seem to collapse yeah. against them by default. And that, that that to me I think is just purely down to psychology yeah. and mentality. And I think now with Naismith's approach now, we've got to say, look, we've got to reverse that. We've got to really have a go and go for it. Because, you know, we can't rely on other results elsewhere. We've got, we've got to take this all into our own hands now and uh, build up as many points as possible. Especially so that, where it's all playing against each other now in the top six. Yeah, exactly. We and can't it, rely and on it's going to be it's going to be ruthless. You know, yeah. it's going to be absolutely ruthless. I mean, you know, especially when you've got the old firm in the mix. You know, that's um, two games that everybody's got to play against them technically. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, and I mean, Celtic might wrap the title up soon, but even then, once they wrap the title up, you still can't. You still and Rangers Web they fit, settle for second place. If they're going to be second for definite, you still can't rely on them to give you an easy game. They're they're going to make it difficult. So we've really got to push on now and uh, just do this every single week. We're going to play Naismith ball every week. If this is Naismith ball every week or Nasey ball every week, brilliant. I'm sold. Bring it on. So exactly. we're going to head in. Yeah. Uh, we'll to wrap up the episode. We'll probably have a few words at the end. Yeah, we'll come out here in the dark. Yeah. At um, <laughs> one minute past ten or something. On, maybe we'll onto be- whatever road that we will end up on. Outside Albion Gardens, I can see. That's the only street sign I can Lovely see. Lovely homes. Yeah. Very so. quiet here tonight. Very civil. It is so civilised. Yeah, it? it is. It's so quiet. I'm sure that'll change when we get inside. But, I mean, look at your clock now. It's 20 past 7. I bet you at like four, at like four minutes before kickoff, it's going to be just surging with fans coming yeah. in the last minute. So we will love you and leave you and we'll catch you, well, the other side of a little interval, but in about two hours' time for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're out. We're power walking. We are power walking. So so I can get home and... uh, So you can get back home and I can get back home as well. It's been a long, long day. It's been a shift, but one all draw... In the derby, um, third consecutive one or draw in the derby. Yeah, so, so it's still pretty even, isn't it, between both Edinburgh teams? But uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm a wee bit disappointed that we didn't capitalise on that momentum towards the end to try and get a winner. I mean, I thought if we'd made one or two different decisions, it could have been a very different story at the end. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. I think there was moments where I, I know I, as you were saying during the game where there was a there was a ball and an option out wide a couple of times and it, we were playing it through the middle yeah, where yeah. I think that's where you can create your chances is zipping balls in but a point is better than a, better than a loss and it, still eight it's points it's better than a loss and at the end of the day you know there's still another derby to come and we're at home hopefully for that so it there's always the opportunity we can capitalise and get a win and uh, prevail as the, the top team in Edinburgh overall this season and uh, obviously uh, get all but seal fourth so uh, you know still all to play for yep only thing I wanted to touch on was a little bit disappointing was the attendance just yeah, over 800 I was disappointed at that it's a, it's a shame I mean you know you, you want you want way more than that for a big showpiece occasion like this I know obviously you know, the clubs have to make money and bring in the revenue, but 
yeah, I think I think it was a wee bit disappointing, especially given the fact it was on Sky Sports. I mean, you know, you want to see those numbers in the stadium. And, uh, you know, we, I know every derby this season has been televised, so, uh, you know, because BBC Alipa had the first two, but, yeah, no, I was a massive disappointment with the numbers. It really was. Um, so, yeah, a bit of work to, to do. Uh, but hopefully the, the Edinburgh clubs will get sit down together and say, right, what do we do next season to try and get these numbers up? Um, I, I think the growth can come, but yeah, no, I would have liked to see more tonight. Definitely. But still, we had a good night. We had a good day. Yeah. Four points. Yeah, four points. Across the board for two teams. I, I would have taken that um, this morning, to be quite honest, because um, uh, I still remember 25 past 12 the, at lunchtime. And I thought, what on earth am I going to watch? And uh, yeah, no 6-1. Great result. Great Eid for me. And uh, yeah, no, we've got a point here tonight. So overall, not bad. But yeah, still work to do this season. So uh, yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely the battle is on. Battle for the is men's and women's teams. Exactly. Both, both teams have got a bit of a run in, but things are looking up. Definitely. And I think... It's safe to say that today's give us a little bit more confidence with the men's team. And hope, really, because let's be honest, I think some of the, I think a lot of us were dreading yeah. uh, this lunchtime game. I think we were thinking, what on earth is going to happen? But now, coming out of the stadium at Tynecastle, you know, uh, this afternoon, it was just like, yeah, now it's a totally different story. Bit of a buzz, wasn't it? Without question, absolutely. So now we've just got to wait uh, for this week to find out who will be playing yeah, yeah. coming up post-split and uh, yeah. I know we were discussing it during the game personally I'd like to uh, I know it's probably not going to happen but I'd like both of our away games to be the uh, old firm but which will increase the likelihood hopefully of Aberdeen coming to Tynecastle and if we get that it's advantage us to an extent I think because I think we can get a nice solid win if we do exactly what we did today against Ross County. Definitely, 100%. Uh, so, in all, enjoyable day. Yeah, absolutely. Very absolutely. different podcast. Uh, first yeah. time as well we've recorded face-to-face. Yeah, no, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, a bit of history in the making. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's it, taken us a while, hasn't it? And maybe we can do more like this. So yeah. let us know feedback-wise how you think it went and we'll maybe do a few more. But I think I'll let... The man himself, who is... Uh, oh, you're not going to get happy. me shouting more in the hearts in the middle of Easter Road. <laughs> Too fucking right, Anne. We're, do- we're, we're, we're almost mid- in the middle of Easter Road, as we said. So. All right, OK, <coughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do I'll it. I'll hand it over. Just, just nobody hear me. Mon the hearts!